of Halloween 3. I missed the first I half of that sentence. This but... world. I wish this world would have went this direction. You know, like there would have been so many cool things that we probably, you nope. know, maybe some of them would have sucked, but nope. it, it nope. would be interesting. Nope. It would have been. Nope. It nope. would have been any okay. worse than what today have with Halloween eight, nine, ten, twenty eight, forty eight with, with fucking multiple timelines Stop it. and different variable universes. Stop it! Yeah. Stop it! Let's ignore. Stop. Let's Stop. ignore Stop. every Stop. every odd movie plus number four. Yeah. And then we'll also ignore the the second half of number two. Uh, oh my God! Come on! I just like how the producer of this movie was <clears> like, <throat> I thought it was a fucking stupid idea. Not yeah, I know. Mind. I was like, holy shit! Like he didn't hold anything back, and I appreciated them for doing that. I'm like, well, here's a, a completely opposite view of whatever. And then you got they're interviewing Tom Atkins, and he's like. Ah, it was a lot of fun. I liked it. I'll take any damn movie. I don't care. Yeah. You know, he, he seems like a really cool guy. So. Well, even, even that same producer, he goes, yeah, it's fine. He gave me a big check, and I just, you know, took it. That's all but I had to do with it. I all just, I do. Yeah, yeah. Just, he bitched yeah, enough just, that he got a big check and was like, all right, yeah. Well, he, he owned it, so that was his hall- yeah. It was his franchise, so. But he thought it was a stupid idea, and everybody else was like, no, it was a good idea. It was just misunderstood. And and I, I'm I'm thinking back to... The 1980s, and this was not the first time they did shit like this. They used to say something was a part two. If it was kind of a, a mediocre type movie, they would just say this is part two of this movie, and then hopefully somebody would go see it. Remember Troll 2? I've seen the movie Troll, and I've seen Troll 2, and neither one of them have anything to do with each other whatsoever. No. In fact, Troll 2 doesn't even have any trolls in it. They're goblins. Oh just like missing in, missing in Action 1 and 2. Oh, God. <laughs> They had to flip those two. I, the first one's the second I one. The second backwards. one's the first one. Completely forgot we did that movie. <laughs> it's how much you loved it. The other day I was like scrolling through episodes and like posting old stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was a part of that. I had no memory of it. It's completely white from my brain because I hate yeah. Chuck Norris. He is a terrible actor. I, I got to give you that. He's just but, he's so lifeless. But he believes in you. <laughs> but you know what? Him, him and uh, um, the other one we were talking about earlier, uh, Kevin Klein, are very similar in their acting styles. And they're where they're just a mustache with a man standing behind it. And that's it. That's all of their personality. Well, that's well, how I, I think, feel. I, th- I think half of the, most of the uh, world of entertainment disagrees with you on Kevin Klein because everybody considers him like a the top 10 actors of all Fuck time. Fuck him. No. Nobody holds a candle to Tom Atkins. He's better than both of them. He was they good. Really do. Well, he was a good stage actor. That's why. And then he went to yeah, movies. Well, he's like, I'm yeah. not doing anything. Yeah. But that's how I feel about Harrison Ford. I'm like, oh, he's so boring to me. I can't fucking stand yes. the dude. Uh, he's Harrison a boring Ford guy in real is, life. The, is the same thing in every movie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And those are the actors I can't stand. That's why Sean Connery does nothing for me. I just like, he's Sean Connery in everything. He can't even drop his accent. This is this is Harrison Ford every movie. <laughs> you know what? You're you point sir. there because like I really love the Hunt for Red October, but he was horribly miscast in that. He this should have been somebody else playing a, a, yeah. a Russian. Dick, do some lines Sean from Red Connery October with his Irish accent. I'm well, Russian, Scottish. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's Scottish. Yeah, the game we play against the off our adversaries, the Americans. Yeah, so bad. Well, let's talk about, speaking of uh, Scottish-Irish, why does this movie involve Irish people using Stonehenge, which is in England? Well, no, they brought it to Northern California. Yes, but why why were they Irish? 
is beyond. Because, uh, O'Halloran, the guy that wrote this, o- O'Halloran, is is a warlock, and I guess the, the there's nobody the, who is a warlock. He thinks he's a warlock. You should say he's a warlock. He, he thinks he's, he's a warlock. Several years, several Dang. years old. So he, he defies age. Okay, and he cool. knows a lot about. Like he's one of the original Celtic witches. So that's why they bring the Irish thing into this. Call Richard Stanley. Get him on the phone. And Richard Stanley will explain it right now. I had something to do with uh, witchcraft, and uh, I, 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 I used black magic and, and conjured something, and then, of course, a, a large hurricane came and ended my production, and I was told if I didn't come back to the set that I would lose all of the money. So basically, they paid me the entire salary if I agreed never to speak again and left immediately. Turn it off! Turn it off! Turn it off! <laughs> turn it off turn no it more off. Island Dr. Moreau! Turn it off! You gotta trust me! No, uh, so, but in the context of the movie, it makes sense that it's Irish because that's where it's going deep in the mythology of Halloween. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's that, like that it's really cool old school. But that why? really cool uh, monologue we had with uh, uh, O'Halloran. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The CEO of uh, of uh, OCP. <laughs> yeah, he's the, the CEO. Old man. He's the, the evil old man. CEO. He's he, the he old left. man greenlit. Yeah. He he left he left uh, Shamrock uh, Industries and formed OCP in Detroit. He's I the, watched the the a, extras on the Blu-ray and the director at one point says that's funny he's wearing the same outfit from RoboCop. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. came out after RoboCop. He's he's wearing the same suit from RoboCop. This is before RoboCop. Yeah, this is way before oh, RoboCop. Yeah. No, this, this is, is eighty-eight. This is eighty-two. This is eighty-two. Oh, is eighty-two? This is okay. yeah. this five this, years before RoboCop. Thing, yeah. 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 But I was thinking it was 88 for some reason. But, but, but Cochran is the inventor of sticky toilet paper, the dead dwarf gag, and the soft chainsaw. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? He's great! What is the dead dwarf gag? I must know what it is. You do. Oh, yeah. You know, this one thing about this is, as much as I love this movie, the writer was, the director uh, uh, was Tommy Lee Wallace. A little bit of sleep in a couple of spots here. You know what I mean? Like he just kind of didn't really think of where these, like how these these characters in this movie are supposed to interact with each other. Because God bless him, I love Tom Atkins, but his character is a complete piece of shit in this movie. He's a drunk. Even he says Maybe that's that. why I love him. I even don't know, even yeah. even even Atkins says that he goes. Atkins I don't know. Says that he's- I don't know. I, I'm drinking beer. I'm taking a six pack with this woman I just met. He's leaving my kids. He's playing grab ass with anything with tits in this movie. I mean, anything. If you had a stick with tits hanging on it, he'd be playing grab ass with it. That's great. It's hilarious. I love that. Wonderful. My first give a shit. My first note is he just wants to not be a dad. That's exactly that's his character. When he when he's playing hide and go seek in the house, I think he was really trying to sneak out, and he just got caught. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to sneak out on the girl that got strangled in Halloween, and. uh, he calls her from a payphone with a fucking six pack sitting on the fucking phone booth to tell her like, yeah, I'm going to be out of town this weekend. You know, I got a meeting and he's running off with, uh, with Mrs. Hot Tits on her way off to, uh, Bumblefuck, California. So they can figure out what's going on with her killed father. The guy, the so girl from fun. Halloween who is Tommy Lee Wallace's pregnant wife in this movie. Yes. Yes. The director's ex, pregnant wife. ex-wife. Yeah. Now ex-wife, but at the now time. Ex-wife. Current. Yeah. 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 And then I guess um, the girl, the ingenue of the film, I forget her name off the top of my head, 
Um, she has been Stacy something, right? Yeah. I, well, I, reading her IMDb, she's been a, attached to Stacy Nelkin, Woody Woody Allen, Warren Beatty. She banged everybody, and yet she has a no nipple clause. Go figure that one out. You know what? Uh, watching the watching her in the extras, she still looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Which, yeah. she is a relationship expert. Which again, figure that one the fuck out. A girl who's banged okay, Warren Beatty. Okay, so Bain, her Woody name Allen. is Stacy Stacy Nilkin, and her character in this is Ellie Grimbridge. Grimbridge. That name when Grimbridge. he goes. Yeah. Sorry, Miss Grimbridge. So, oh, I'm like, that's a uh, dumb question, Miss Grimbridge. That's a dumb question, Miss Grimbridge. I want to fuck your asshole. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I love the fact that he. I, I, okay, I brought this. I did this episode back in November, I think, of 2016 on the third episode of Beauty Movie Battle. I watched it a long time ago. And I have way more appreciation for this movie now. But I love the fact that he fucks her several times, it appears. And then he goes, Wait, wait. How old are you? I'm yeah. like, Dude, it doesn't matter now. You're already going to prison. Just go ahead and finish up again. Right, right. Yeah. At this point, you may as well just go with it. Like, yeah. Well, you know, we'll just we'll just lay low for a couple years and we'll be fine. Yeah. Old enough. I was with Woody Allen. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my or god. Or if you're if you're if you're Ted Nugent, you just adopt the girl and then then it's okay. Yeah. I love that people or, see or him Keith. As a, uh, uh, what's uh, Jimmy Page? Put her in his house for two years until she's eighteen and marry her. The R. Kelly method. That's that's what Ted Nugent did. He adopted yeah. her and uh, so that he could. Hey, well, you know, hey, consensual. It's my daughter. I can do what I want now. Allegedly. So, Cat scratch, scratch fever. Yeah, real real fucking bag of something else. It's really just a song describing his herpes that he got from some pussy. Yeah, pretty much. Or crabs. But yeah, Grab, if, scratch if, fever. If if this guy is really a doctor, he's probably a gynecologist in real life. All right, and he's a Rolling Stone in this movie, man. That, that's, well, that's he, all I can he say. He even gooses the nurse. He does that. The fucking nurse, you can't just talk to her and have a scene. You know, Why? Ass, you know. Why did they make him a weird James Bond sex symbol with his own money penny that he works with back at the office that he's constantly teasing <laughs> his dick know. with? I that don't know why. Know. He's a badass. But tell me you don't love this universe, though, because this is not really a real world, okay? This this is a very surreal, bizarro fucking nightmare yeah. world that, that this whole movie takes place in, and I love every minute of it. I can't get over the fact that his hospital was f- carpeted in every single room. Like, that is so, <laughs> so dangerous. You, you know the best carpet part, Carpet in though? the 70s. There's, there's nothing more dirty than 70s carpet. You know, I should, nothing. I, I should have took, taken a picture today because I was driving on Highway 33, which is in this movie. Ah. Because he's going to Northern California on 33. It's a real freeway. It's a real road. It used to be the I, oldest uh, the road to take you to L.A. from Northern California. It's like the 33 highway. You, you take it. It's like a long trip, like a 10-hour drive, 12-hour yeah. drive. Before I five came into being, are you going to be like that one guy in the extra features with the, that dresses up like Sid Vicious that does yeah. all the fucking location scouting? Yeah, look at here, it's thirty three. That's all I got. I got that place. Yeah, the, the rest of it was yeah. yeah, that's that's it. Do you Which have the actual funny. carpet from this movie in your living room? <laughs> what? It's covered in Tom Atkins jizz stains and, and nurse sweat. I got yeah. the carpet from the hospital itself right here. It smells like old man pipe tobacco. I, I, I sell it in swatches for $900 a piece. Ugh. 
<laughs> like it's the, all the like shape the, of... Like uh, the fucking Berlin Wall. You get to sell sections of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm old enough to remember shag carpet being a thing. Like oh, I remember. Had, they yeah. had rakes that they used to have leading up against the corner. And you'd rake your carpet. No bullshit. Like that was a, something you did. You raked the carpet. Like yeah. Hold on. You are saying raked, right? Raked, rake, raked okay. the carpet. Yeah. I just rubbed my dick on it. I raped the carpet. It's still you're dirty. Rake, it's even dirtier. I don't. Why, why am I doing wrong? You, you took a rake and you raked the carpet. Yeah. It only hurt when you hit that. Random paper clip or thumbtack stuck in the carpet. It was then he got a problem. It was the same stick that you you poke the fire with. So sometimes you had some horrible accidents. I mean, this shit is deep enough. You could have hidden small animals in the carpet. Nobody would have fucking known. A family of gerbils in there. Filthy, yeah, filthy shit. Richard Gere's house. As little kids, we just kind of wallered around on it. And some people wore their shoes in the house, and some people didn't. It was just well, a you, weird time to be alive. Where do you think you know? they got the the idea for Little Girl Lost from? Little girl got lost in the shack oh, carpet. Yeah. That was sixties. Come on. I am somewhere where I don't know where I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. But right. uh, so, so okay. this film. What's up the plot? Yeah. Dick, go ahead. You Dick. chose this. You started. Yeah, let, let him set it up. This is your well, episode. So you, you open up with a wonderful running scene. Yeah. With, with an old man running for his life. He's got the shamrock uh, mask in his hand. He's being chased by the T one thousand. And um, he gets to a hospital. He manages to escape this guy like three or four times. Finds a, a wonderfully nice black man uh, mechanic that takes him to the hospital because he's he's hurt. And then the, the best part of the movie, I think, is when the guy goes, they're going to kill us all. And the black guy just walks away. <laughs> and he's like, nope, I'm nope, nope, out of nope, here. Nope. I ain't dealing with this shit. I'm gone. I know what happens I, from here on out. No. I'm gone. I'm the first one to go. I'm out. I'm this place. <laughs> Not in your horror. He lives. I'm not in your horror movie. I've seen these movies before. Things don't end well for me. Yeah. And he li- he's at the end of the movie. He's yes, survived. this movie is is, is progressive. Uh, yes. He does not become the victim number one like oh, so many horror movies or, in the late '80s and early '90s did. Or yeah. that's the joke. Like, what's that? The black guy be, go no to your be. horror movie and then live. Yeah, I, I, I thought that. Was I don't know about part. you guys, but I feel like this movie was kind of self-aware in spots. Like, it, a little it just, bit. It kind yeah. of knew what it was. Like, it, it's almost like it's a parody of itself in very many spots. Yeah. There's like but, seven or eight times I laugh hard during this movie. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but you just do. You know, it's just well, it's just uh, and and uh, the love scene is definitely one of them. That got a yeah. big fucking belly well, laugh. The, on how old are you? Thing is, not laugh. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, well that's what, a stupid question, Mrs. Whatever your name is. Grumbridge. Whatever your name is, I'm gonna fuck you now. Like, but, um, you know, you're, you're sad about your dad, died, but hey, let's fuck. Why not? You know, your dad's dead. So what? Uh, he got his head crushed by a fucking robot. Who cares? Oh, that's what the dialogue is. He goes, oh, I should get my own room. And she goes, yeah. why? That'd <laughs> be a so little smooth. weird, right? And he goes, <laughs> well, I could sleep. It'd be better than sleeping on the floor in here. And she goes, where do you want to sleep? He goes, yeah, that's exactly, a dumb yeah. question, Miss Grumbridge. Oh, he's like, He's got this look on his face like, let's get the small talk over with and let's fucking hit the skins. I, I, well, she's I, into I, it I'm too. They're both. Old. Yeah. They're yeah. both. She's an info. He's a ceteriasis in men, yeah. nymphomanian <laughs> women. He's, they're both the same uh, now, color. Where did you see pubes? Because I actually went back to go see if I could find them. She comes out of the shower. Them. Yeah. When she comes out of the shower, it's, it's like 
straight up. You see a shot of her beaver you for do. like a half a second. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. It's okay. there because it, I, I didn't see it because a lot of her was it. covered with the frosted glass. You know, it's, it's like it's you can underneath. See the boob, it's after that, she grabs a towel and pulls it up too high. That, that's what shocked me. Was just like, whoa, they're going. They went for the, they were going very European on this one. <laughs> and the of the director's like, whoa, that was kind of hot. And I'm like, you directed the fucking film. <laughs> well, we talked about this yesterday, and I was talking about how I thought there was nudity. It turns out it's just Tom Atkins' ass. I had to censor when I did yeah. the episode. And it was a lot more attractive than Mark Hamill from and, uh, Body Bags. Just saying. You should not ever have to censor Tom Atkins' ass. Tom Atkins. No, that was, that was a fine ass, I gotta admit. Yeah. He was in good shape for a man his age. He was well, good. But the problem is, he looks like the fucking the brawny man, and he, he's like a sex symbol. Everyone wants to fuck him in this movie. He's one of those kind of guys. In Everyone. this movie. In this yeah. movie. He's, he's like Ron Swanson, and uh, what's a combination of Ron Swanson? I was getting another vibe off of him. Burt Reynolds. But, Burt Reynolds, but like yeah. A linebacker. All of those guys. Like, he, yeah, he, he's that guy. Yeah. He looks like the brawny man. Well, so uh, this is a, the one thing, though, about this movie they noticed. All the kills are like silent kills. Nobody screams. Nobody says anything. And literally, the guy gets his head crushed, and he doesn't say a peep. Not a peep. He takes his head right off, and you just and he, you get the, and, yeah. the famous, the fucking synth chord, you know, that, that, that goes in place of the screen. Yeah, because the other guy gets his head ripped off, and he doesn't. He just says, I was just kidding, and they rip his yeah. head off. Oh, nothing. Nothing. Might I might I add the music for this? Rock, Perfect. Uh, I fucking uh, love the music. John Carpenter, movie. yeah, and his great. buddy. It's fucking great. Yeah. You don't like it? You don't the, like the, the sin stuff. The sin stuff is fine. The problem is it gets really fucking irritating with like the bell music when he's running from the cops around. He's sneaking into yes. the warehouse. I'm like, stop with the fucking bells. There's so many points where the, the music goes way too loud for too long. Yeah. But the regular music that Adam's talking about with just a sin score, yeah. great. Like the, like the, opening, the great. opening credits and shit, yeah. that's really cool. It is. Yeah. But the problem is during the peak action moments, I'm like, stop it. You're ruining this. And the opening oh. credits are cool, too, because if you remember Halloween, which we haven't talked about on this show yet, but we've all fucking seen it, all right? You see the jack-o'-lantern, like the, the zoom in on the jack-o'-lantern, and then the second movie they show the, the jack-o'-lantern from the outside, or the inside first, and then zoom out. In this one, you see a digital jack-o'-lantern being formed on an old fucking CRT monitor, and they, they filmed it in just such a way to where you can't tell what it is until, like, the yeah. very end. It kind of reminded me of the Terminator opening credits, which I yeah. fucking love. I, I love those so, opening credits. With so the I, I wonder if this yeah. would have became a Halloween special every every year, a Halloween movie. Would that be the the connecting dot? Would be a pumpkin revealing a pumpkin. itself. Some kind of at a pumpkin. the opening yeah, of the that movie. That would be the connection. Do you yeah. think they I all would have? In an alternate universe somewhere, I would love to see where they would have went with this. The only know. real connection between the first two movies and this is it's about a mask. About masks yeah. in this, and that's the real the only connection. So, well, like they said, they, they said the whole idea was to have a Halloween theme movie every Halloween, and from that you would get spinoffs. Yeah, and he's not wrong because they do that now with the Conjuring movies. The that Bloom, brings me Bloom to, Bloom to that movies. thing that I wanted to mention earlier in the other show. That brings me to that point now. One of the best things that I got from the commentary because a lot of the commentary was just location bullshit and it was just kind of boring. I didn't really. Do nothing. I, I don't really give a shit about location stuff. I just I'm not into that kind of nostalgia. Ugh. But he did say that there's not really a lot of movies that are just about Halloween. Even the first two Halloween movies are not really about Halloween. They're no. about babysitter murders. You know, this is actually about Halloween itself. 
So, you know, you're... You got a movie called Halloween that isn't about Halloween, but this one fucking is, you know? And, and one thing he wanted to do is he wanted to call this The Halloween 3, representing the three masks. I thought that was really cool. I wish they would have fucking done that. Um, or called it Season of the Witch. That would have worked, too. Are you still mad that they didn't put the Donovan song? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was more mad about that in the uh, Nick Cage in the, movie. the the Nicholas Cage movie called Season of the Witch. They really season, shouldn't no, have done that. I, I don't yeah. think this movie yeah. could have afforded the rights to that. No. Yeah. This this is a movie that has London Bridges as its fucking theme song. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> and they purposely say that. It purposely chose a public domain song. This yeah, is our public uh, domain that night. That reminds they, me. They <laughs> say that. Here you go, everybody. Stage. Yes. This is for everybody. Ten more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Oh. Adam, this is how the YouTube channel gets shut down. I don't think it's going to get shut down with a public domain song. <laughs> no, but their version of a public domain song is still copyrighted. No, oh, well, we'll see. Yeah. What, is, what are we looking at here, Dick? I think we killed Dick. Yeah, I think he's dead. <laughs> oh, is he turned into uh, bugs and snakes? <laughs> that yeah, happened. The, 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 he had the mask on when he was watching. You're not supposed to actually wear the mask, Dick, when this is when the, when that's playing. I, I oh, that's sure all right. No, it was on my dick. I love the. Oh God, you have a snake dick now. <laughs> you have a dick mask <laughs> on your dick. <laughs> you got to do your blender. <laughs> I, I love to the- tell you though, man. When, I, when the first time I heard that concept, I thought that is one of the most badass fucking things I've ever heard. Like a, a mask that's got an electronic microchip that just triggers just pure fucking hate and evil can you lean to your right annoying fucking commercial that that wasn't that far off from stuff like that actually happening like you guys remember captain power remember that shit i know dick remembers that shit stay there adam captain power oh sorry oh i just want to say this these are their halloween masks they're spooky super super fucking popular masks a pumpkin a skull and a witch no Kids would not want these fucking things. Maybe the skeleton. I don't know, man. There were some pretty fucked up things in the eighties that were pop. Remember Mad Balls? Yeah, but nobody bought them. I had a bunch of those fucking things. People I had bought a those few. things. They're around for what? Remember, remember Bog Boglins? Boglins were. No, oh, this is a Halloween mask. You want to be something? You want to be Freddy Krueger? Not yet. It's eighty two, but you want to be yeah. something. <laughs> but that that marketing is what what sells this shit, man. If, if if all the kids are doing it, you know, there's a lot of shit that's sold over the years. You can't even remote. How did Cabbage Patch Kids ever take off those ugly fucking things? You know what I mean? But it's these are so generic. Man. Like a pumpkin, you already have out. A skeleton's already on the wall. Witch is already on the wall. Speaking uh, of something ugly, that toy that I uh, that you buy. Enough about Kirstie Alley, okay? Oh. You got Marty? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's wonderful. I love that's it. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I found this at uh, 
Abby Normal action figure. Abby Normal. <laughs> no, walk this way. Walk this way. <laughs> I found this in Target today. I, I could not buy it. Me and my Target's the one that's got all the cool toys now. Me and my girlfriend still do the because we watch Young Frankenstein together, and we still do the elbow thing. Yeah, where he's like, <laughs> he's holding on. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It's, it's great. <laughs> that is on my honorable mention list. Yeah, yeah, it's the thing. I know. See, it's <sighs> it's, a, it's tough. I can't I do it. I could can't make. Do it. I'm gonna have to revise my list now. Yeah. All right. Um, but uh, so so we have this movie. Yes. And the guy dies. His daughter comes, and immediately uh, Doctor Atkins is like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm gonna help you solve this. I'm gonna help you solve this crime." But I have no idea what's going on. And the reasoning he gives is, I've worked at this hospital for eight years, and no one's ever been murdered on my watch. This is the yeah, thing. Yeah, baby. Back I'm Dr. Atkins, the love doctor. I'm here. In the 70s <laughs> and 80s, they had a lot of movies where people who weren't cops did the jobs of a cop. Where you're like, you forget they're not a cop. And you go, yeah. oh, wait, you're a doctor. What the fuck? George C. Scott, the changeling. Like, yeah. like he becomes obsessed with that, and he 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 literally does all the fucking footwork because George, the, George the investigator's like, eh. Yeah. George C. Scott in hardcore. Oh no! Ah! He, he becomes a private investigator <laughs> by himself because he hires he hires the young Frankenstein. Yeah, he hires young Frankenstein, and he can't he doesn't do anything. It's like you're wasting time. Where is she? Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle is the detective yeah. that he hires, and he says, "You can't come here. You won't belong here. You don't fit in." You're a Calvinist. I'll show you, goddammit. And he does. It's the funniest bit when he's wearing that mustache. Boyle impression. (laughs) That's a great Trace Atkins, Tom Atkins impression. Oh, Oh my God. Tracy Atkins is a country singer. Uh, Tom Atkins is the actor. Yeah, uh, I always forget it's Tom Atkins. It's not Tracy, it's Trace. Trace Atkins is it. Yeah. Yeah, Trace Atkins is, is, is that effeminate. All right, anyway, um, well, well, uh, the only thing that confused me, though, at first, maybe I'm wrong. Well, so, uh, Shamrock Industries isn't that far away from this hospital, because they go like what two hours away, three hours away, en- enough to warrant buying a six pack. I mean, yeah. it was definitely a road yeah. trip. So twenty yeah, thirty guess, minutes at least. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> this guy's a fucking animal. He's it's, like, it's like the crow <laughs> smokes and road beers yeah. and hurry. Oh man. He gets his car smashed, his tiny so, little so, car. Yeah. So they go, they go to the they go to the Shamrock Industries, and it's an Irish town, all Irish. Everybody lives there's Irish. This movie's offensive. <laughs> I'm sorry, this movie's offensive. I, I don't like it. I... They're all dirty potato eaters. <laughs> <clears throat> they're all they're all awful. It's okay. Filthy, filthy redheads, yeah. It's okay. The sun's your enemy. But uh, it's the true. Other, he get, you he saw me there a hotel. couple weeks ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jesus. Those, those black are, are you one of those wearing? guys that has the fucking Blackhawks jersey with the fucking shamrock green shit on it? You, you don't have one of those, do you? No, but I want one. Fuck you. Don't buy that. I want the Bulls I, one, I, too. I do you want a shamrock? It's too much. Do you want a shamrock <laughs> industries jersey? I, I would. You know what? I I have to agree with George Carlin. I, I don't get national pride. Okay, there's there's nothing obtained by you were born of a certain origin. You know, I mean, it's like it's not something you ever chose or achieved. It's just you're just born. So the fuck what? What does that have to do with anything we're talking about? 
We were, <laughs> just, we were talking about the the Irish, and, and I just wanted to know if you had a, a, a jersey. That was no, I just like the green, green jersey. That's really all it boils down okay. to. Um, so they get, they get to the hotel room, and there's a curfew. So I the love, first thing I love potatoes. The first though. thing that's odd about this whole thing is that uh, Tom Atkins and they're at this you know they're at this uh, town, and at six o'clock he says, "Everybody." Curfew time. Go to your houses. Lock your door. Stay inside. Don't come outside. Don't that, come outside. That's later, but yeah. Is it? Well, it's, it's not too much later. No, it's, it's not long, long after they get there. Yeah, no, they, they check into the hotel. It may or may no. not be the voice of Jamie Lee Curtis. We don't really. It's know. not. Uh, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's. it's it been, might be Deborah Hill because it's been no, Deborah she, Hill's voice. She's credited was, on IMDb. I saw she is, but is she, she's okay. also heard. She debunked it. Tommy the Wallace. Debunked it. Mm. Everyone involved has debunked that. Right, and the voice on Escape from New York, the voice of the of the intro, like the narration, yeah. sounds yeah. like Jamie Lee Curtis is actually Deborah Hill. So mm. they yeah. sound similar when they when they talk. Could yeah, be Deborah Hill. It's a, it's, it's a probably tri- Deborah Hill. It's attributed to her, but even she said, "I didn't do that." Mm. So, well, because she's an idiot, you don't remember. It's possible. It's too much Yopla. Drugs here. are bad. Too much. She's dead. She's dead. Doesn't matter anymore. Too much of the fucking poop poop yogurt. Too much of the poop yogurt. <laughs> Octavia! Yeah, Octavia, whatever the fuck it was. Octavia. O- Octavia! A- act- Activia. Activia, you're right. Oh, Jimmy Lee Curtis, I get it. Yeah, she sells that shit. She's, yeah. not a, she's not a Shakespeare character, <laughs> Octavia. All right. Um, Octavia. They arrive at the hotel. We get a full cavalcade of, of weirdos at this hotel. Like, fucking Cousin Eddie shows up with his family. Yeah. Like, in, I, in a Winnebago. Yeah. And they one of the kids throws his bike at him. And he's like, oh, no, you didn't hit him. Anyway, how are you? And I'm like, who the no, fuck the is bi- this guy? No, the kid didn't throw the bike at him. <laughs> the, the, the trailer, he drives, almost hits Atkins. Yes. And the, tra- the, the bike falls off the trailer. But if you, listen to the, the if you listen to the dialogue, the dad goes, you almost hit it. Like, he yells at the kid. And I'm yeah. like, what? There's the also kid. a lady standing outside that, that says to uh, Marjorie, are you here to pick up a package? And Mar- I'm like, what is this, Amazon? Like, early yeah. Amazon days? Who goes to a fucking toy warehouse to pick up a mask package? I think it's Marjorie, <laughs> that, that one, right? The one that dies yeah, Mar- first? Yeah. Marjorie, yeah. Marjorie. She's the one that gets yeah. hit in the, in the Marge. misfire. Yeah, yeah. Which I well, love. Well, Love that makeup effect. Yeah, that was, a that was great. Was a, that was pretty that was intense good. shit right there. That was there. gross. Yeah. That and was that really was gross. an actress sitting there where they put like a big like fucking murder hornet on her forehead and like climbed up her head. I'm like, oh, that, that brave thing woman. Was gross. It too. was huge. Fucking sick. It was yeah, like a, was a real fucking It was a, bug. a spider yeah. bee. It was insane looking. Oh, what the fuck was nasty. that? Yeah, it's gross. And then snakes crawl like out of her legs. It looks like it was covered in puke too when it was crawling out of her. It was just like drenched in puke. Yeah, I just I love I love because you get introduced to Mister Mister what's his name Cochran uh, Com- Cochran, and he goes, "Oh, everything's fine." Conal that shit eating grin. What's uh, happened? Very well. We had a we had a old, old Detroit has a cancer. <laughs> That cancer <laughs> must be cut out so that we can breathe life into this shitty little Irish pretty, town. Pretty much. It's just a glitch. You call this a glitch? It's a glitch. <laughs> pretty Dick, much, yeah. you're fired. Thank at, you. Maybe I'll watch that tomorrow. Because Adam, Real you sent that to me. Maybe I'll watch that tomorrow. It's been a while. Real Cup's good. Fantastic. Best lo- movie Real, ever. It's a great movie. Real Cup's good, yeah. Anyway, but, um, um, yeah, they check into the hotel. All these people are there, these weirdos, who are just there to be cannon fodder. Yeah, pretty much. Um, which is fine because the the, the Shamrock that. Factory turns out like Willy Wonka's factory, where it's just people dropping <laughs> off left and right. This place only he's actively trying to kill them. 
Yeah, it's even more insidious than, than Willy Wonka's factory. It's it's got it's pretty... fucking pieces of Stonehenge inside of it. No. How easy? How easy is it to kill these robots? Because all all uh, all Doctor Atkins has to do is punch him in the stomach, and he kills them. He pulls out the wires. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. He's full of it's yogurt, or, or <laughs> <laughs> he's full of pudding. Oh God, Gross. butterscotch. He's full, I believe he's he's full of activia. Or he's like, let's see if it's a. Uh, Let's see if it's a uh, boo. No, it's Activia. All right. Oh my Christ! You know he tried it. You know he <laughs> powered by Activia. Oh Christ! Those yogurts are shitting like... so regularly. Oh, oh the shit we come up with on this show! It my tastes God. like Jamie Lee Curtis's balls. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but oh, so that was the big Dick. That, okay, Dick. Hold on. Can we start a podcast called Jamie Lee Curtis's Balls? <laughs> Can we please do that? Because I, I want her to look online and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck? Who's doing this shit? And she'll tell you too, because I heard she cusses like a sailor. Oh, it hurts. Oh, she'll, it hurts she'll, so good. She'll, oh. let you, she'll let you know that she doesn't like that shit. Whew. Man. My screen get darker. Maybe she's got a really good sense of humor about it, though. She's like, uh, I do have balls. Yeah, I think the internet—it's the internet trying to put a filter on you, Dick. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah that's what. No, my my cord got unplugged. Good thing you, I saw that. It was on twenty percent battery power. You've been Curtis, my friend. You've, you've been, been Atkins. You've been Tony Curtis. Atkins. Tony Curtis. I love you. I love you, Spotty. Don't, don't forget the guy, the actual Atkins diet that invented the Atkins diet, which is the carb-free diet, which I think he died from that diet, actually. Like, yeah, so it didn't killed him quite work out for him. or some shit, yeah. Why, uh, Still sells candy bars, though. Fucking asshole. One, yeah. one of my friends who's like a health nut is the least healthiest person I've ever met in my life. Like, she's all fucked up. She, she can't, I mean, she's all fucked is up. Is that who we're doing the podcast with? Adam's no, sister? No, no, no. Oh. No, no, no. That's a, that's a whole other medical story. All right. Um, yeah, they're, they're at the hotel. What happens then? Um, Margie. They fuck. They fuck 17 times. Well, first, she <laughs> meets Margie fuck. while buying like a soda, and she talks to her, and she becomes friends with her, just so we can set up that character who goes into a hotel room by herself and reads a book and dies. Um, they fuck. How, how quaint, though, to see a movie where a person... Had a paperback novel to read in the hotel room. And also, not their am phone. I the only one that that, yeah. that finds it extremely hilarious that they're intercutting a sex scene with Tom Atkins and a girl that's like three times younger than him, intermixing it with probably the most goriest <clears throat> death scene in the fucking movie. Yeah, like that's that's fucking gold right there. That shit. Okay, it. it I was laughing. I'm like, did they really think about this when they were editing it? It's like, fucking. Face coming off with bugs crawling out of it. Fucking and, and, face coming off. And again, <laughs> it's a it's a great example of setup and payoff. Because you find out, oh, there's the chip. The microchips are these shamrock discs. And then uh, Dr. Atkins figures out, oh, I got a box of them here. Takes them up and also, drops them. And he rains down the fire and kills everybody. It saves the day, also, basically. What's, what's the number one rule in horror movies? Is if you fuck, bad things are going to happen to you. Yeah. 
And she turns into Unless a you're robot. Tom Atkins. Yeah. Well, he that shit happens to him, too. Yeah, he's fine. Him. He gets away with yeah, that. He's fine. But, well, no. But yeah, his side once piece, you fuck, bad things are going to happen to you. Because that's pretty much where everything starts going south for the both of these people. Well, well her dad's already died. I think that was and the it, biggest. <laughs> not the biggest, side, but. His side piece gets killed with a, with a, a drill. With a, a drill. So. <laughs> Yeah. Did you read that That's, when they did that drill scene, originally the, the guy got her hair caught in it and it ripped out her hair? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. So so when they redid the scene the next day, uh, Tommy Lee Wallace stepped in and was like, I'm doing this because I trust I'm going to do it right, and they got it done. Wow. <laughs> but, all right, so I'm looking at Tommy Lee Wallace's IMDb, and I've seen, you know, this is his first movie, and then he did three episodes of 85 Twilight Zone that we have not done yet. Mm. He did Max Hedrum a couple episodes. He did yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Friday Night Part 2, which is eh. He did the original It miniseries. Did he really? Oh, wow. He yes. Did. Yeah, and he then, did direct that. Yeah. Speaking of... Which is actually not bad. Which yeah. could be a movie we choose on this. I don't think it's going to be because it's not really related to John Carpenter. But he directed Vampires Los Muertos. Which no, is we the sequel. don't watch that. It's terrible. Yeah, which is I've seen it. Yeah, it's awful. It's the sequel it's so with John bad. Bon Jovi for some fucking reason. It, it is bad. It's real bad, yeah. So... It's boring. Yeah, that yeah, that was the I, one that I got mixed up from the one yeah. that we actually watched because I'm like I was like oh that movie and I'm like oh no that I was thinking of the Bon Jovi one that was terrible. Yeah. The bon Jovi I always thought it was awful. a lost. I thought it was a Lost Boys sequel at first. No, because oh, no, it was Vampire sequel. Yeah, I think one of the Lost Boys things is Los Muertos or something. Yeah, I think it is. There it's is a lost, couple yeah. of Lost Boys sequels. They're just they're There's, just uh, vehicles for Corey Feldman. Which something's like something the, you, for, you the Forgotten Tribe or something. In anything. Yeah. Well, did you did you hear the latest? They're trying to get the Frogger Brothers show going or whatever. The, the two brothers from yeah, Lost Boys. Happen. Oh, in this day and age, it'll happen. No. It'll just be on one no, season. The first is going to be the Frog Sisters, and then that that fucking fell apart. Who, who like, are these people you're talking about? Why there's so many people rooting for it? I don't like Lost Boys that much. Who are you talking about? Uh, the the uh, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Well, one brothers, of them's fucking dead. Well, no, it's no, not it, was, it was it uh, Corey Feldman and some other guy. I don't remember. Was that? Yeah, I can't remember. I, I don't remember. Yeah. I've seen Lost Boys maybe twice. Jason Patrick. Yeah, no. I, I, uh, Fred <laughs> McMurray. Not, not him. <laughs> it's the two kids from the comic book store. Hold on, I'll find the, out. The, the, the dead the man from, from <laughs> the guy from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I'll find out who he is. Uh, who, played, who played Roosevelt in some shit? Yeah. I know who you're talking about. He always, another, he always he, plays he, uh, the dad from Richie Rich. white people. Yeah. The he's dad from Richie Rich. He's yeah. literally the dad from Richie Rich. That fits in exactly what it's, you just yeah, said. It's this yeah. guy. It's Jameson Newlander is his name. No, no no clue. Hold on here. That's the whitest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. It's pretty bad. It's right up there with uh, Conal Cochran. <laughs> Oh wow, this that's guy, him. Yeah. Same guy. Wow, yeah. wouldn't it, wouldn't is, it put them him. together? Wow, uh, he, he doesn't look the same. He's a he's a kid in the movie, but it's, no. it's him. he's no. turning into so. Jason Patrick though. Yeah, he could I don't be know. Jason, Have you Patrick, seen Jason Patrick lately. He looks pretty rough. So two years yeah. after this photo, he'll be all bloated and bald. I was great in Rush and Sp- Narc. Speed two, he is great Speed in Narc. Two. He is good in Narc. Yeah. yeah. He gets to beat Buster Rhymes in a chair for an hour. <laughs> that movie's worth it for that. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Oh, so, um, yeah, speaking of that, I heard, um, you know, Ja Rule was supposed to be the Chris Ludacris character? Oh, here we go. Right and, Ger- and Ja Rule turned it down, and essentially that probably cost him $35 million. 
He's got money. Because he would have been in all of the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, it kind of looks like him. Yep. Yeah. Whatever Corey Feldman needs to make another Millennium music video. Oh, God. There you go. That, yeah. <laughs> there's there's not enough drugs or alcohol to, to make that any any less funnier than it already is. It, it's, it's, it's a wonder. It's a he's like an thing. Andy Kaufman bit. He's a oh he's like God. the worst the worst human being on the planet. He is. He's a giant but piece of shit. You really also is. can't blame him. He's one of those people who are like he was fed weirdos his entire life for no like go hang out with Michael Jackson. You have fun with that. Yes, I understand that. But this is what he did recently, and this is why I'm just like, oh, he's disgusting. He goes he's skimming off the top. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to tell you who the molesters are in Hollywood. But you have to give me ten million dollars. Like he's yep. a scumbag. It's just like for, you know for, what for for legal fees. Yeah. And then right, his website yeah. crashed when he was doing it. With him is a scam. Yeah, everything yeah. with him is a scheme. It's ridiculous. I love that he's doing that live, and his website got hacked. Yeah, <laughs> come on, dude. I, I love the fact that that he's the only one that can't figure out that he's not Michael Jackson. Like literally everybody and <clears throat> every insect knows he's not Michael Jackson except Corey Feldman. Well, and Why you the know they're talking about him. Talk well, about because him. Uh, we're talking about the eighties. It fits. Okay. Um, I guess on the set of the Burbs, bubbles came to the set all the time and shit everywhere. So they had a problem with Michael Jackson's monkey on the set of the Burbs. How funny is that? Oh, can you imagine how Bruce felt about that? That dad would not put up with anything. He's like, get that fucking monkey out of here. He said, goddamn monkey shit in my <laughs> fucking trailer. That's, that's not a bad Bruce Dern impression. No. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> Smells like they're cooking a goddamn cat over there. <laughs> that's a great movie. That's on the top ten list. Shit, I should put. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a high ranking comedy for me. Burbs. Good. Yeah, it's a good one. All right. Um, but okay, so let's talk about Cochran. Yeah. Ah, this guy's great. Conal Cochran. Uh, yeah, he's great, and he even has like there's moments where he's doing that little subtle acting where he looks like pure evil he just gives that dead look where he's like holy shit he's fucking he's delivering a performance there he's pretty I, good i love the way he could just turn from no. nice charming a guy old guy to serious in like no. a, a fucking split second you can't even see it coming on like every time he starts like well old detroit has a cancer every no matter how many times i've watched that fucking movie which is billions of times that scene always gets me he's like Oh, Detroit has a cancer. That cancer must... Vic, I'm very disappointed. I fucking love that guy when he does that shit. He's great. I want to see his other work, because I never really knew he was... He's been in other stuff. I don't really recognize him anywhere else. I've seen him in other things. He was also in Robocop 2. Well, that's what I mean. The same character in Robocop 2. (laughs) He's the same character in this, really, except he's also a warlock. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I love. Again... When I make my own movies, this is my movie universe. This was his first job, and he got OCP after this. <laughs> after he failed killing the children. He died in this. Yeah. The, the cockroach. No, oh, he just up, went. So whoop, 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 shot over to Detroit. Nami's consumer products out yeah. of the ashes of, of Cochrane Industries. Yeah, yeah. He, he basically got sucked into the uh, uh, Stonehenge, and he got pa- shit out <laughs> the other way in Detroit. <laughs> he packed, packed up the town, moved it to old Detroit. Yeah. Why the fuck not? I'll yeah. build robots instead. I have to yeah. build a robot. We're going to breathe life into Delta City. I would explain how we got now stands. how we got them to build robots so quickly. Yeah, Ancient well, I love, the, I love the reveal. He's a warlock. When Doctor Atkins 
he's uh, he's going through the, the the offices and the factory. And he comes upon the woman knitting, and he goes, "Ma'am, ma'am, call the cops! What are you doing?" <laughs> and he knocks her down, and she's a fuck. That's another one that got robot. a laugh out of me too. Like, yeah, I wonder how many takes he did that. And I, I can just see. I can see Tom Atkins losing his shit every time he does. And it. I love Cochran because he holds a head and he goes, "Oh, they drag, they drag Doctor Atkins into the into the warehouse. His robots do, and he's sitting there like holding the head, like this is an ancient relic. It's from sixteen fifty five. I'll have to get another one." <laughs> oh, hi, Doctor Atkins! <laughs> like he just acknowledged them. <laughs> that got That's a laugh great. out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Only a guy like O'Halloran. O'Halloran is that his, his, his actual O'Halloran? Look him up here. Uh, it yeah, is. I'm totally fucking I have a, Dan O'Hearley. Dan O'Hearley. Only Dan O'Hearley could take some lines like that and make them sound legit. <laughs> I just <laughs> love his. He's talking to this head, and he's like, "You think he knows he's there?" But he's like, "Oh, hi, hi, Doctor Atkins." Like he doesn't give a fuck about this guy. <laughs> now, our main character, he doesn't give a fuck about. So much so that oh. when when our main character defeats him, he just goes, "Yeah." All right. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Goes away. He's the he's oh wow. Oh my god, he's in he's in the Rat Pack. Another great movie. He's Joe Kennedy in the Rat Pack. That was his last movie. That's a great movie, a HBO movie. That was like the nineties, right? Yeah, a ninety eight. Yeah, I forgot in, about that. He was the Doctor, or he was Grant Walker in Batman. He was a great character in that movie, in that show. Forgot that was him. He did a lot of TV sh- uh, cartoon voices. Good for him. He was in. He's in Twin Peaks, the original or the the new yeah, one. Yeah, original. Well, he's dead for the new one. Who was he in that? That uh, says here Andrew Packard. No, nothing. No. Robocop two. Oh, Robocop. He's in Robocop. No. Um. All right. Um. So so yeah. They, they basically the rest of the movie is they sneak into the uh, they go into the place on, on a tour. They get invited as an afterthought because he invites that that the Griswold family, the cousin Eddie's family, to go tour the factory because he's the biggest salesman in the entire country. And then he's like, "Yeah, I'll go." And he's like, "What about? Can I bring my friends?" He's like, "Yes, I was just about to ask them." He clearly wasn't. And then uh, our main characters get a side invite. We're like, "Yeah, come along." They go through the place. Eventually, they get. I can't even remember what the fuck happens from here. Like, like they're in a room waiting. Like they said, they were going to take them on a on a main tour or something like that. They're in a room waiting, and the, and the, the kids got the fucking mask. No, on. that was and it, he tells him he tells uh, cousin Eddie that he wants to get his his uh, imp- his ideas on a commercial. So he oh, thinks they're going to show him a new right. commercial. Which he's he wasn't lying. I mean, he he was trying to get his ideas. He was using them as a guinea pig. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> A guinea pig way too close to the actual launch of the project. This should have been done months ago. Unless he just didn't like the guy and he just wanted to fucking get rid of him. It yeah. seems like it. I think I'll, I'll go with that it, yeah. theory. Yeah, I'll go with that theory. Like, yeah. Oh, fuck this guy. This guy's annoying. He's, He's Cousin Eddie frying a, a, an egg on a rock. I don't like the way these people dress. We have to kill them. <laughs> and offering, you a, offering you a beer he already drank most of. Hey, He's Cousin we'll Eddie. Maybe we'll get to see O'Cochran in some uh, uh, General Electric Theater episodes. Oh, shit. Hold on. Do I have that? He's General Electric Theater. He's in four episodes. Let's find out if I have that. He's in Zane Gray Theater. What episodes? More importantly, of- will he save those episodes from being horrible? 
What episode of General Electric Theater is he in? Because I have them right here. General Electric Theater, let's see. He is in Trapped, Season 1, March 22nd, 1953. I have that. Uh, Season 2, The Wine of St. Albans. Um, What episode is that? The Wine... Number 3 in uh, Season 2. I don't have that. Okay. White Sea, uh, The White Steed... Season 3, episode 14. Don't have it. Uh, season 7, Robbie and His Mary. 29th episode, Don't have season it. 8. Oh, wow, so you only have one. That's it? He also was in Craft Theater. Um, That I do have, right? No, I don't. You don't have Craft no, Theater? No, sorry, with a K. Craft, yeah. Yeah, we watched yeah. the Craft Which theater. version? Yeah. Craft Mystery, Craft Suspense, or t- Craft Television? It just says Craft yeah. Theater... Uh, season 10, The Duel, March 6, 1957, and Fire and Ice, June 12, 1957. Nope. Well, you're, you fucking suck. I go studio, off what's available. I've got studio, studio 57. That's not an anthology show. Uh, Lux Video Theater. Lux Video, I do. Let's oh see. No, I don't actually. Okay. Okay. That show might be missing. Yeah, I tried to find that one. I couldn't. Chevron Hall of Stars? Nope. Schlitz Playhouse? I do. Hold on. Let me find Uh it. Uh-oh. Two episodes. Okay. uh, Which ones? Uh, Season 4, 29, Log the Man Innocent? Nope. Season 5, episode 13, Christmas Quest? Nope. Oh, man. Come on. Uh, Jane Whiteman? I can only find what's available on YouTube or different sites like that. That's it. He's in a lot of these uh, playhouse shows. There's a lot. All right. He's in quite a bit. We found <laughs> one. We're good. Now we know. He, we'll pick that one if anyone lands on it. Deal? He's in the original Invasion USA, 1952. Ooh. He is a good villain, though, because uh, he's about six, at least good 60% of what's cool about this yes. movie. Uh, he, yeah. You don't see him until, like, the second or third act, which I, I like movies where you you build up the villain and you don't reveal him right away. I... I Bond I, movies I, do that, or always. Yeah. I just realized who he reminds me of. Not him, but uh, Atkins, uh, Tom Atkins. You know who he reminds me of? Joe Don Baker. Yeah. Where he oh. is a bigger piece of shit slob <laughs> character than the he's actual Mitchell. than the villain he's is. Mitchell. <laughs> he, he is like Mitchell, though. Or, yeah, he's, he's because like that. Yeah. because the character, the bad guy in this movie is cool, calm, and collected, and our and our main protagonist is a fucking slob. And he, he stumbles his way into, you know, spoiling the right. plot. When, when, when he meets the lady, which is the object of our plot, he, he's, he's getting shit-faced at 10 o'clock in the morning, man. You I know, love he's, he's already, I know. love when he's in there, He's in. he sneaks back into the into the factory, and he calls his ex-wife, and he's like, get their fucking mask away from him. And it cuts, away, it cuts away to something else, and it cuts back to him, and he goes, No, I'm not drunk! And I'm like, yeah. yes! <laughs> that is so appropriate. Oh, no, 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 no. You're missing another good one. When the lady has her mishap <laughs> that we were just talking about with the, the electronic chip, makes a, obviously a big noise, and all of a sudden, uh, what's her oh, name? Yeah. Looks there in the middle of fucking sex, looks up, and she's like, What was that? He's like, Who cares? Puts her fucking head back. <clears throat> and I'm like, He's This like, is fucking brilliant. <laughs> that's that's when you, you wonder if the movie is self aware at that point. Like, like I don't think it ridiculous. was. I think it was just, He says, Who cares? Because he wants to get his dick in there He's more. He's like, Who cares? He's but like, it plays. Like, ah, fuck the plot. Let's, let's get the. Let's it get plays it so comedically. And. <laughs> 
I know it's edited perfect. It's edited like a fucking skit. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. It's 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 perfect. You know what else he's in? I didn't realize it. I was gonna say something that Adam wouldn't agree with, but go ahead. Last Starfighter. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. He's the alien. It's one of the first things on his list. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. I didn't didn't realize that was him. Yeah. And he's a, he's a great character. That's a great character. Griggs. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I fucking love that movie. Yeah, Griggs. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Last Starfighter is brilliant. Fucking yeah. love that movie. Yeah. I haven't I seen that since Griggs. I was a kid. Yeah. So I bought it on on the special edition era. I got it. It was on yeah, stuff for like 20 bucks. I picked it up. He, he's the pilot of the Gunstar. Yeah. yeah. Griggs. <laughs> yeah. He laughs a lot. He's an alien that looks good makeup. It's a lot yeah, of those movies when makeup. I was a kid that remind me of each other that were all flight based, yeah. like Night, Flight and Navigator. And Last Starfighter and Explorers and all those kind of blend together because I only watched them from like age 6 to age 12 Uh, and that was it. Last Starfighter is like those, but it has a little bit more heart. I'm sure it does. No memories is what I'm saying. Like they all bleed together. It's more adult because it's about, so he's he's an older kid, so he's not like, he's like 20. He's not really a teenager. Well, this is still back in that time where, you know, teenagers were like all 30 years old. Yeah, exactly. They've been doing that pretty much up until like recently. Mike Tobacco from (laughs) Killer Clowns. Holy shit. That dude could not be more 35. (laughs) That's that's not a made up name. That really is his fucking name. You know, he's like a huge producer now. He produces a bunch of stuff. But anyway, Halloween 3. Um, Halloween 3. Where are we at? Okay. At one point, she gets kidnapped from the hotel room. He goes in there, sneaks in that I mentioned earlier. So she's gone for a while, which is important to say. I'm not going to talk about it specifically, but it does come into play later. All right, so he sneaks back in. He walks around. Also, when he's sneaking into that building, he has all the grace of an actual Joe Don Baker. Yes. He's, he's making so much goddamn noise and bumbling. And it's like a fucking Mr. Bean skit. You know? well, and he also said that he was really sick when he was doing all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, he had pneumonia. He, yeah. he looks it, too. He looks like he just well, he, doing that shit. They try to make him a James Bond character. Like, everyone wants to fuck <laughs> him. He has his own money penny corner back at the office who he keeps calling. Except he doesn't really have any skills in this movie. No, That's the only he's thing. a doctor. Like he's got all. He has all the tools of a character like that, but none of the skills of a character. Well, like that. I'm glad they didn't make him that skilled because it doesn't make sense that he would be skilled. So he's yeah. a bumbling fucking idiot, and he sneaks around. He gets caught immediately, <laughs> and he gets. He's McGruber. He, yeah. This is when he takes him up to Cocker, the, the the robots after he punches the, the stomach into one, and he gets caught there. And then they they take him to Cochrane, and he gets put in a room, and then he's sitting there. Oh, the, oh, first they show him the, the cousin Eddie's family die. Then they take him into a room, and they tie him up, and they put a mask on his head, put the commercial on. And then he he has, like, they mentioned earlier when the when the when one of the robots killed the her dad and pulled his nose out <laughs> that he goes, the nurse goes, he has really good lower arm strength, if you know what I mean. And apparently that, pay, that pays off because he has severe lower leg strength because he kicks in a TV. <laughs> See, I was going to say, he's so pissed <laughs> off, he kicks in a fucking brick TV. Yeah. And then he flings the mask up on the camera. That was the best part. Per- that made me laugh Makes so it perfectly hard. land on the fucking yeah. camera. Like, I'm like, <laughs> no. No, even the first time watching it, I'm like, nah. no. 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 I don't care. It's fucking hilarious, but no. Nah. And then he gets out, and then he sneaks her. He looney tunes, after he finds the girl, he looney tunes over with a rack of masks. Which I love, yeah. but yeah, that was hilarious. I that wish they did. Really do, 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 do. 
that do, do, part, do, 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 I was do, do, laughing. I was like, yeah. that's great. And then he gets over there, and he, he's like, wait here, bitch. And he sneaks over, and he plays the... He hits, like, seven buttons, and it plays the commercial. And they go up the stairs, and they throw down a box of buttons on them, and they all blow up. And Cochran's <laughs> it, it like... Rains the and here's the thing. We're, we're missing the one major part all right, here. yeah. Cool, man. That they bring a piece of Stonehenge... From England to Northern California in a factory, and they're taking samples and putting it in each mask because that's the magic yeah. element. It's Stonehenge. It's yeah. fucking Stonehenge. Who makes and, that connection? You know what? You know what, Dick? When I see Stonehenge, the only fucking thing I can ever think of is this is Spinal Tap. Whenever they do anything with Stonehenge, I'm always thinking of like. They got this whole idea for Stonehenge and the Druids, and they fucking draw the thing up, and it comes down on the stage, and it's this fucking big. <laughs> Three feet tall. You get the, you get the, <laughs> like, the, the fog pumping two out. Two feet tall people coming up. Yeah. So here's that oh, scene God. I was talking about. I think I got it queued up right. We'll find out. Um, when he Looney Tunes into the room. Yeah, here, here, here we go. <laughs> I'll mute it. And I'll pause it every once in a while just because I... Atkins. Yeah. But he sneaks in with her with a rack of masks, and it could not be more <laughs> Looney Tunes-ish. It's, kinda, it's great. God it's such it. a funny bit. I want to fast forward, but I want to miss it. Maybe I'll just stop screen sharing for a second and pause it when we get there. And then I, I love the, the part where Cochran looks up and he goes... Yeah. Adam and I have been trying to do that for a while. It's so great. I like the fact that this movie, and I, I didn't realize it until I, I heard the commentary, how much, how many similarities there are between this and um, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Like, he really wanted to make an homage to Invasion of the Body Like, he wanted to make Invasion of the Body Snatchers. He totally wanted to do it. And there are a lot of, like, freaking super similarities to this, except Invasion of the Body did Snatchers already. didn't have an arch villain. Yeah, so. He kind of did that with the thing, though. Well, he didn't. He didn't direct the thing. The Tommy Lee Wallace. Oh, I meant. Uh, sorry, I meant. You know, obviously, I meant Carpenter. But yeah, why well, was? Yeah, been... I mean, that, that that's uh, influenced by that too. Like you got one thing I realized very early listening to Tommy Lee Wallace talk is he's a slightly less interesting protege of John Carpenter. They're very similar in their likes and interests and stuff. But I hate the commentaries where there has to be somebody off screen coercing them to talk about stuff like some yeah, of the worst yeah. commentaries are Tommy Lee Wallace was not very good Toby Hooper's horrible like the guy has done so many drugs that he, towards the end of his life okay. he was just like practically brain dead you know? here it is so. I, I, it was a little short it cuts off a little bit but here's behind this is, rack <laughs> is, is our two main characters nobody notices the fucking thinking, cart with the mask I mean they're on. robots these three people are robots so you kind of can forgive it a little bit but watch how they sneak into the actual scene come on <laughs> you can hear so the bad, wheels dude. moving that's the only thing it needed. It needed the wheel, like the Austin Powers, where the wheel's going. <laughs> and wouldn't, yeah. nobody wouldn't fucking you, notices. It. Wouldn't you think that they get every mask out to the public as they could because they wanted to kill everybody? Those they, masks should be on a truck. Well, they haven't Ship gone. They haven't We're gone through the the rigorous world. safety testing that they talked about earlier right. with cousin Eddie. Well, there is one problem. There's one giant, massive plot hole in this movie. Time zones. Uh-oh. Time zones. Time exactly. zones. 
That is the biggest problem with this movie. Because this is a West Coast time zone. Nine o'clock is the killing time. It's midnight on it the East Coast. It was nine o'clock on the East Coast already. They already died. Everybody died already. So, again. I never thought of that either, dude. Really? No. I, I can't believe all these years I did. That was, that was really the first thing I thought was, wait a minute. If you watch uh, my I commentary, if you watch my yeah. review of this movie the first time, that's I, all, did. I talked about it a lot. It was a long time ago when I watched it, though. It was, it was like a couple, a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, Halloween. Well, shit, yeah. Uh, never question you know time zones, but don't question Amazon. Look what came in the mail today. Yes! Damn. All I, right. I, I ordered this last night. Hold on. Can you Welcome do me a favor? Big Dick Club. Open yeah. that up and tell me if that bothers you, that you can just pull out the DVDs, pull out the Blu-rays. Yeah, I know. I, I, it's okay. Yeah, No, it's, it, it's, it's good. Yeah. I like it better because you can take it out and you can do it in, in your own hand. You don't have to. Yeah. People complain so much on Amazon if you look on it. Cheap-ass well, packs. Just, I like it like that. It's the only way you could do it, really. And it makes well, sense. Well, yeah, I mean, it keeps the disc from getting fucked up, but it is yeah. hard to get those things out of there. Yeah, like, yeah. they're hard to get out. It's a, it's a, you're all, you're but, so afraid you're going to break the damn thing. Congratulations, Dick. You got the Twilight Zone on oh, Blu-ray. Oh, so happy. Yeah. Welcome to the Big Dick Club. Not not even 24 hours. That's insane. That's the world we live in now. Yeah. I'm so happy I have that set now. Oh, yeah. it's so great. No. It's, it's good. It's uh, Listen to the commentary when we do an episode of the original series, because some of those guys are fucking... They don't give a shit. Like you talking oh, about no, that's what, Rooney, Yeah, but... no, that's what I, I've, I've heard. Yeah, I want to hear all the commentaries. So, so now, when when Netflix says, "Oh, the Twilight Zone's leaving Netflix in October," you're like, "Fuck! I got it. I got on Blu-ray. I got this shit covered." I also that's have the '85 version and the Night Gallery. Well, I have that too on the hard drives. I mean, I have yet to pop in an episode on a on a, on a DVD of of Night Gallery. Ooh. It has not come up. Yeah. Guillermo Jog del Toro. Man. Guillermo del Toro does commentary for the. I, I can't remember. It's Night Gallery of 85. Well, he was trying to do. Probably Night Gallery because he, he likes that guy. Yeah. He yeah, wanted he to remake shit. Night Crimson Gallery. Peak. He was attached to that. That was one of his projects and then they were happy. Instead, we got Crimson Peak, which is. Crimson it's Peak. A, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's, I, it's I, all right. I'm with you, Dick. Boring. It, it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's whatever. It's, I hate. Uh, Shape of Water. I, I hate that. Yeah, I, I will not watch I'm it. I'm with you on that one. That movie that is one sucks. I, I hate Blade too. I watch it so. and I'm like, why did I watch that? I'm thinking, hmm, Guillermo del Toro, one of my favorite directors, Oscar, what could be wrong with this? And then I'm like, oh. But I'm oh. telling you, you got to watch Devil's Backbone and Pan's Labyrinth. Those are his best movies. I get to see either one of those. <laughs> Yo, but no, those are his two best. I mean, Devil's Backbone's fantastic. I, you, I, you didn't like Mimic? Mimic's okay, but it's not really his because they took it away from him. Yeah. So that's yeah. like his, that's, that's like that's his, dimension, uh, right? Yeah. Dimension what? is that dimension? Yeah, dimension. Yeah, yeah. Dimension did that. Uh, Remember uh, yeah. the Pan Affleck one? What was it called? Rainier Game Phantoms. Phantoms, yeah, Phantoms. He was the bomb in Phantoms. That was so fucking dumb. Phantoms. Yeah. They took movies away from everyone back then. Because yep. the Weinstein's, the rape your yep. movie too. Those Weinstein, yeah, Bob, uh, Harvey uh, finger uh, cutter uh, cutter fingers. <laughs> That's what they called him because he would edit the movie. He cut your movie all up and wreck it. Yeah, he did it all the time. So and now um, he's going to prison forever. So in our background here, I have uh, the kids walking down. This bothered me because it goes Phoenix, Arizona, it's showing like kids yeah. all over the country, and it's Phoenix, Arizona, and you see them on a on a mountain. And then you see the city in the background. I'm like, they are 30 That's, miles up in the fucking mountains. Why the fuck Los, are they 
trick or treating up there. That can't that get is to a not, team. That is not the, Phoenix. That is Los Angeles. It was Phoenix. Yeah, everything that they shot is in Los Angeles. But that is a cool shot, though. Yeah. With, yeah. with the, the silhouettes like that, it, it, you know, it made it into the into the poster. And yeah. I, I love that fucking image. That 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 hooked me from the beginning, man. And this, this had some cool fucking art. I I'm amazed that this movie didn't do better than it did because it it. For what it didn't have and people were bitching about, there's so many other things going for it that make up for it, in my opinion. Yeah, but, I so. fucked up today. I, I didn't bring my NECA three-pack of Halloween Season of the Witch toys. It's, <laughs> it's, in, my, it's in my storage shed. Oh, come on. I want to visit. I do have the Halloween two Michael Myers. I, I'll, I'll bring him. I'll show you. I'll bring him on next time. I'll show you. They can't get the licensing to release the Halloween one Michael Myers. So it's the same thing. It's the same shit. Yeah, that's why I bought it. I'm like, it's the well, same. I understand. Shit. I, I don't want the. Fr- I don't want to. I don't want a Jason. I might want a Jason from Freddy vs. Jason. Though. I want I that know. purple uh, one. The only Jason I got is the the only fucking Friday Thirteenth movie I like, which is the, the part six. Mm. Jason Lives. I, I like that one. Is that the that one's fun? Is that the one that also has what's his name? Corey Feldman. No, no, that's, it's, that's it's, three. It's, it's the no. only one they did ah. that was that was trying to Four? be funny. Yeah. Oh, that, that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That Is that with good. that girl? And um, never mind. Who gives a shit? Um, yep. Yep. I know what right. you're talking about. Yeah. Moving on. She's dancing in her room. Where's this? <laughs> All right. So. Corkscrew. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I guess we're done. At the end, he makes all them blow up at the, because yep. of the buttons, and then they all has a circle, and it goes through to Hedgestone, and it goes through Cochran, and he vanishes, and he goes to the Robocop world. Yeah, that's it. And then Tom Atkins goes to the gas station. Oh no, sorry. Wait, on the no, way he there, atta- he gets attacked. On the, the way there, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, talking. Forgot, about forgot the that whole thing. part. Yeah. yeah, he is driving with the the vagina in the movie. And for, for for no fucking reason, out of nowhere, she turns into a robot. And I'm like, yeah. why did you well, let actually, him... They, they were listening to a commercial on the radio. There was a fucking uh, Halloran commercial on yeah. the radio, and it, it triggered her to just, like, fucking turn over, and she's giving this fucking 10,000-yard cold stare and then grabs his fucking throat. And I'm like, where did this come from? Yeah. But why didn't she activate one to defend her master when he's trying to kill them? It seems like that'd be a good uh, timing. Maybe she's... Maybe she's flawed product, dude. <laughs> I guess yeah. so. And then, uh, yeah, he he beats the shit out of her and, and cuts her arm off, and then has a bash in her fucking face, and then her arm it's attacks him in the car. Go, goes on to the point to where it's it's fucking hilarious because it's, it's like no. it, it, it's it's like the scene with uh, the the knight from uh, uh, it's Monica, Evil Dead Holy shit. Grail. You know, it's Evil Dead it's shit. shit. Look at this. Yeah, it, uh, uh. it is Evil Dead shit. It's like that. Hey, got a little dirt on you. You know. Bet you that's a guy's ass. No, that's, that's, probably, that's John Carpenter's ass. That's a hot lady ass. <laughs> it's, it's Dick Warlock's ass. It's, it's John Carpenter's I ass. I can tell it's not John Carpenter's. There's not a pack of smokes in the back pocket, so it's yeah. definitely well, not him. He, he's got his head buried in that fake bag. <laughs> we had to digitally remove the pack of marbles from his back pocket. I, <laughs> so, I'm you know, sorry, at this Tommy. Point, you remember those posters when you were in high school and you always had like the, the guy with the suit coat and the top of his head is just a fucking cigarette? That's John Carpenter. It's just a, a body with a fucking cigarette where his head he, used he to He is be. Joe Camel. John Carpenter is Joe Camel. <laughs> he is Joe Camel, dude. Some of this shit Absolutely. makes me laugh hard. Like, this shit. 
Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> How did they that film this? That is Evil Dead shit right there. How did they film that? I can't imagine. So, this is way before Evil Dead 2. So, because that, that's a scene right out of Evil Dead 2 with the, with the fucking hand thing that, that goes yeah. on forever. Uh, I love that scene, though. Oh, it... it, it it's weird, but it's fucking great. It's just one of the other little prizes within this movie, you know? Yeah. It It's so at the end, and, and he fights it for way too long, that it goes on, like you said, it feels like a comedy bit. It feels like, let's go as long as we can with him fighting a robot hand yes. for no reason. Ah! <laughs> and then we'll have the movie wrap up where he goes into a gas station and yells at a guy and get his phone. The same and then... gas station from the beginning of the movie. So yeah. it's like it's like yeah. a bookend. You know? nice book. uh, we don't know how he got there so fast, but hey, there he is. And yeah, he, well, that's the, that's uh, the other thing. It's like, yeah, that's the big cop loss. Again, she deactivates herself when he's like 10 minutes from the gas station. Yeah. Because he runs to the gas station after. Like I said, she's a flawed program. She's an older model, Dick. She's a glitch. Yeah, she's she's a she's she runs on Windows ME. (laughs) Millennium Edition. And then yeah, he he calls the news station. He's like, "Doesn't matter what, just do it." No, I'm not drunk. Stop it. (laughs) Stop saying I'm drunk. I'm not drunk. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. He yells. I wrote down. I, I kept track. He yells, "Stop it!" eleven times at the end. Wow! It, it, it's just long enough to be uncomfortable. Yeah, and then they they intercut it with that flashing light. Yeah. So okay, well there you go. Uh, here's your here's your question of the day. Then, did whole Halloran succeed in killing all the children with that last commercial? The, I guess the original ending they wanted was a million kids screaming at once, Ooh, but they wow, they changed it to this. That would have um, been interesting. Well, as far as everyone keeps saying, like, if you read reviews, it's like, yes, he stopped it. But I'm like, no, he didn't. Channel 3 has it. It's ambiguous. We we don't see it end. It's not even ambiguous. We just don't see it end. So, therefore, it continues. Right. But then again. I always assume that it continued. The the original original script is, is, you know, shit happens to these kids. Yeah. they succeed. Even though Halloran's dead, he still succeeds with his evil twisted plans. I guess but only on the West Coast. You know what's funny That's is... one thing I love about Carpenter, though, is he's not afraid to not put a pretty little bow on everything. He doesn't like happy endings. He the likes thing saying, is perfect. Oh, shit's fucked up. Yeah, oh, the thing's perfect. Perfect. This has a perfect ending, too. I like this ending. They live... They live is fucking great. Yeah, perfect they, ending. They, big old titties in a guy's face. <laughs> But what? Yeah, yeah. So I think this ends with he failed on that third channel, and and some yep. kids die. Not all of them, but a lot of kids yeah. die. He saved some kids, but not all of them. Yeah. I don't know about his kids. Well, on the special features, though, uh, Steve Atkins says, "I think you saved the day." Tom, he goes, "Whatever, whatever." He's never get that right. Tom, Tom Atkins says, "I think you saved the day." I'm going to say I saved the day at the end of that movie. And he goes, I know that's optimistic, but my wife doesn't think I am. But I think I, he saves the day. He doesn't. He doesn't. He sa- he he saved a lot. Of, he saved millions of kids. Yeah, we'll say that. But he didn't yeah. save another million kids. <laughs> so he didn't save his kids. Yeah, his kids are definitely on channel three. Because his <laughs> bitch ass wife wouldn't let him uh, talk to him. Yeah, you're drunk. <laughs> I love. All right, so. Let me just say one quick line that he says that makes me laugh every time I hear it. When when he goes in there and they see he, all the weird shit, this is before Cousin Eddie dies. And he goes, I think it's time for the Marines. And she's yeah. like, what? And he's like, or someone, you know. <laughs> I was like, what? Why are you calling in the Marines specifically? So, okay. Why? Tom, Tom Atkins is in another 80s horror classic, Maniac Cop. 
where he has yep. one of the greatest lines in movie history. Ugh. I just watched that recently. Tom Atkins says, this story is going to be bigger than AIDS. <laughs> he Best line ever. And, and it's aged Tom. so poorly, it's fucking wonderful. Love but it. But you haven't you you obviously haven't seen Night of the Creeps yet, because he, he's no. got he's got a an on yeah. he's got a couple of ongoing lines in that one. And he if you thought he was cool in this, what do you see that? He's a fucking burnout cop with a fucking attitude, and everybody he just always says, Thrill me. Thrill me. Thrill me. I'm sold. Oh yeah, you'll it. love it. It's fucking great. Is that yeah. a Fred Decker? Yes. That's a Fred Decker joint. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'm trying to find that yeah. line. And I think that was but, co-written by... One um, thing I've noticed about every time I watch this movie is it's paced perfectly. It never yeah. fucking gets boring or slows down. It gets right into this shit right away. It, it doesn't wear out its welcome. It's just the right amount of time. There's, there's not any parts where I'd be like, maybe you should cut this out or cut that out. I don't feel like it really needs any cutting or anything. It's very clinical. It's, it's to the it's point. It's great. Yeah, it, it knows it's, what it's, it's doing. It's a, it's a fucking diamond in the rough. And yeah. it, it, it's a shame and that... It is rough. This movie's a prisoner of its own title. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why, why it has a 5.0 on IMDb. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get that either. That, that I don't agree with. I, I mean, I, I can understand uh, right. this movie definitely has a lot of plot holes. We've established those, but it's still fun. You know what I mean? All right. It's somewhere in here. What's up? I just saw a couple of men who looked strangely familiar. It's always in the hotel room. And there's another no, it's one. right here. They look an awful lot like the man who killed your father. He sounds like Harrison Ford. Kills your father. That's Daddy's car. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Who gives a shit when it is? But anyway. Now it's when he's in the he's in the hotel and he looks out the window. We gotta call the Marines. <laughs> That's what he says. It. It's after that. I think it's after that when they're in the hotel room together. Whatever scene there, he's in the hotel room. It's right here. I found yeah, it. Yeah. Should be it. Anyway, and I've only um, seen this movie once. No, because that's after the hotel. He's by himself. Or, after, or whatever. Yeah, it, uh, it's the last scene of them in the hotel room it's, together. It's gone. Anyway, um, okay. what do you guys give this then, Dick? What do you give this out of ten? Your first time? Oh, it's a solid seven. It's a lot of fun. Okay. It, it's not. It's not going to be. I think now every Halloween I'll watch it because it's a lot of fun. So this yeah. will definitely be in my Halloween watch it's, it's, best. It's, uh, it's very rewatchable, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think I like it more and more. I see it, and I enjoyed it, and I'm glad I finally got. I it finally grows on you. watched yeah. it. And I've never watched it. I've always put it aside. I've never watched it, and now I watched it. I'm glad I did. So yeah. I, I get it now. I get the joke. Adam, what do you give this out of 10? I would give this an 8 out of 10. I've actually always liked this movie, even back when it wasn't cool to like this movie. I... I, I Sounds really hipster the way I fucking say it, but I, I remember seeing it on TV when I was a kid. Is it cool to I like this movie? The, I liked the the music. I liked the concept, the whole thing with the masks and everything. I thought was a really neat idea. And then when I found, I wasn't until I got older as an adult that I found out what they were trying to do with this. They're like, oh well, we're gonna move away from the Michael Myers thing and just make this. You know, each each year we're gonna do a movie called Halloween based on something tying into Halloween. And there's just was endless possibilities. And like I said, I was maybe mentioned earlier, I would love to go to that alternate reality where that actually panned out. 
just to see what kind of movies they would have oh, come out with. Definitely. They would have had an anthology series based on Halloween. And yeah, this is the only one in this in the whole bullshit ass fucking collection, alright? That's actually based on Halloween itself and not some deranged psychopath killer that never has any fucking lines and just kills people and yet they've made this entire bullshit franchise based around the concept of a guy in a mask kill uh, stalking some girls on Halloween night. You know, it, it's ridiculous how these things, what direction these things go in. But this was the only one that was generally trying to be different and bold and brave and new, and, and I applaud it for that. And I, I always have a special spot in my heart for this one. We could have got in the... Uh gotten rid of the Donald Pleasance and Michael Myers showing up with no explanation because they got blown up at the end of the second one in the in the hospital. We could have avoided all of that shit. You'd think that would be the case. But now... I've been trying to fight him for fucking 50 years! Look at my face! I, I'll go, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, and then Halloween, and then uh, Friday the 13th. Like oh, I agree with you. Yeah, I, when it comes to franchises, at least, at least Nightmare is trying to be in some kind of linear fashion. Yeah, you know, and they're trying to do something different each movie. Halloween yeah. is like, let's do the same movie. Yeah, and still have Loomis. Like, fucking stop with the Loomis shit. Nobody gives a shit about let's him. Let's play the same song again. It's it's so fucking dumb. But um, yeah, the first time I watched this when we first did it five years ago now, I gave it a three. And I think that was a lot because I was so impatient because I was also you know, directing the episode and we did a lot with that one. Like c- costumes, if you watch that episode, Brent changes his costume like 15 times. And there's a lot of pausing and playing and pausing and playing. And me trying to get everything right so we, we start on the same, like, you know, continuity-wise. You made yourself sick of it. Yeah, yeah you so... Tried to, you tried to be something special in those days didn't you yeah i tried back then uh but it was a <laughs> lot of putting an effort back fuck. then yeah but it was a lot of like continuity shit and and so it made me like fucking end this movie so i can be done with this i think i just got irritated on on myself like by myself separate from the movie and this time I, so i gave it a three and this time i watched it and i was like this is a pretty enjoyable movie I, and i i when I was editing that episode, I realized this movie's more fun than I thought it was originally, and I kind of gave it a little bit more of a boost this time, even more. So it's up to a six now for me, okay. and I think if I keep watching it, I'll like it more. But right yeah, now, right on, now yeah. I'm hovering around a six, and that could change. But right now I'm about a six, and that's double what it was originally. So no, that's fine. yeah, you you developed a fondness for it. Uh, yeah. there's something else that Tommy Lee Wallace said in the commentary too that I really liked that I wanted to bring up and it, it goes back to what you and I are always saying is uh, he says back then sequels weren't really a regular thing It was he says and I quote not the cancer that it is today he says the cancer that is every fucking horror movie is designed to be a franchise now it can't it just never stop at one idea and, and yeah one thing that, that this movie cements so well about the 80s that i do love about the 80s is movies could be really weird and then you wouldn't just go and make the same fucking movie you'd make another weird movie and you'd bring people in saying from the directors and the creators who brought you this movie come see this movie you know and, and you were excited because you would expect a similar idea, but with the same spirit as the different movies. So you had spiritual sequels, not just franchises and, and yeah. other entries in, in a you know a chapter of a fucking franchise like they do now. I did ask for people's opinion on Twitter, 
I only got one response so far. Uh, it's by Disasterbator, which is a funny fucking name. Um, would love to see a modern version of Halloween 3. Yeah. Be careful what you wish. Well, going off what Adam says, the new version of that, like he said earlier, is the Conjuring movies. And the new Conjuring movie, The Devil Made Me Do It, is fucking stupid. It's stupid. I like the first two. Yeah. The new one, I couldn't give a shit less. Well, it's not directed by James Wan, that's why. It's, it's... It's not a bad, badly made movie, but it is a boring movie, which is the worst thing you yeah. can be is boring. And it's fucking boring. It, it would, it like, would be, care, if, if you were to remake this movie now, it, it would have like this, the just, it would be two and a half hours long for, for beginners, all right? It'd be like two hours and 34 minute runtime. There'd be like all this fucking exposition. There'd be way too much back, you know. I like that we don't know too much about Cochran because that's what makes him so yeah. fucking interesting as a villain. You know just enough. It goes with the John Carpenter principle that we know just enough about these characters yes. to make it work within the story. You, you know, we're what not they trying to do. build all universe around these people. They they would start the movie off with seven hundred years ago. Oh yeah, it's Ireland. Yeah. Someone or yeah. or thirty five hundred BC. They're putting the plates up like yeah. the stones and, and, and oh my it's, god, it's, it's going to be and Cochrane's in the middle of it. He's yeah, looking. He's in his he's in his warlock outfit. Yeah, and he and, and, I'll be, and, I'll see you in five thousand years, and then he no no he won't, he won't say that. Yeah. It'll just be like tonight will be a night long remembered, and then like he's like touching himself, it, and then it, it, they show the the ma- the massacre or whatever. It sounds like, like we're describing screams. a Highlander movie. Yeah, it'd yeah, be but, one yeah. of those. It'd be terrible. Or, or if it was a Rob Zombie movie, then Cochran would be the protagonist of the movie, and everybody else would and be shoehorned he, in. And he'd left. fuck Co- Rob Cochran, Zombie's wife on the rock. Cochran, Crocker would be a, a carnival barker. <laughs> yeah, he'd, be the, he'd be the owner of a beating carny. up his wife in a trailer somewhere. Yeah, I'll come did. across that table and skull fuck you. I used to be a goddamn warlock. What do you think about this, Sid Haig? <laughs> Motherfuckers. Well, he's dead. He couldn't play the part. Yeah, he'll, he'll bring him back CG-wise. Oh, God. Don't say these things. No, well, well, there is a tie between. Can't John... wait to see what he does with the monsters. Unfortunately, there is a tie between John Carpenter and Rob Zombie, and it fucking sucks that we have to go down that road eventually. But I was good to you, Michael. <laughs> yes, they're fucking terrible. The second one is even worse than the first one. The first one fucking I sucks. Actually, I think. When I first saw Halloween two, I liked it way more. I thought it was actually pretty it's good. It's unwatchable. I think it's fun. It's just he just went for it, and I was like, you know what? No, he went no. for it. Good he, for him. He, he well, took some mushrooms and he just filmed whatever he saw. Yeah, I was fine with that. Here's a question, guys. It and, ended, and I think I know the, the answer. The show. I think I know what Adam's going to say. When we're done with John Carpenter movies, like he didn't direct this movie, obviously, but he was a producer and he was heavily involved. So, yeah. when we're done with all the movies he produced and wrote, and, and there's even one I have on there that he edited, I believe. But when I'm when we're done with those movies, do we do the Halloween sequels and the, and the Rob Zombie ones and stuff like that? No. Okay, there's good. No Thank you. It. Thank you. I'm on yeah. the same page. But let, let's, let's nix that off. There's no reason why we have to fucking suffer through that shit again. There's so much other stuff that we could talk about besides that. Well, the only I, one I have on the list... It's been done to death. And the other problem with, with doing... Any Rob Zombie stuff is like everything with horror. There's these stern, Bible thumping believers that everything that Rob Zombie makes is wonderful. It's amazing. It's incredible. And then there's everybody else that's like, eh, fuck him. 
There's he, no in between. Like, eh, he's okay. He made. You know what I mean? He it's, accidentally it's, it's made. It's always one extreme or the other with him. He made one decent movie on accident, and that's it. Which movie was that? Uh, what the fuck is it called? His second movie, The Devil's, Devil's Rejects. Hated it. You, that's fine. I get it, but I it, wanted to like it. I fucking hated it. I I fucking hated House of Thousand Corpses. I fucking despise that movie. It's a haunted house ride made into a movie, and it's a fucking garbage. But I do have all I all I think of was when I watch him is like, okay, guy, I get it. You really like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Please stop making that movie over yes. and over. And, and I don't, I don't like over that movie. And so, over again. and that's that's fine. I that I can understand because that's all he's doing is remaking that movie. Well, the problem constantly. with that, the problem with that is he's tried to do other movies and they won't let him do them. No, I think he's that's not very problem. good. Yeah. Well, no, I he, I think if he was if he didn't write his scripts, they'd be good. I do I have two lost tons of money. I do I have his remake on the list. Because I do want to discuss it, only to trash it and talk about how it compares to the original. Okay, well, I don't if have we the do that new one, one. Can we skip? Can we skip part two then? Can oh, we skip that fucking the, the thing. Pro- the we, problem with Halloween, Rob Zombie is everything we just talked about. It's it's the prequelized. Well, hold on. Of Halloween. Are are we talking about Rob Zombie's part two? Yes. 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 We're one. skipping yes. that. Awful. I just want to do yeah. the only Halloweens I'm going to do is this one, the first two, Car- Carpenter's first two. And okay. then um, the Rob Zombie H2O. one. And we'll skip the fucking rest. That's all I give a shit about. Okay. We don't even I still the... have... I'd be okay if we did H2O. That one's great. But that was I fun. Still have a... I don't have have to. Yeah. I've never seen the Ja Rule or the uh, Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes. Oh, it's yeah, bad. I never, I never saw, I never oh, saw I've that. Oh, I've seen all of them. Too. I've seen all of them. We're not I doing that. I, I, I sat through all these so that I could write my, my review on this entire set and what I thought about it. And Well, after three... I don't. This is my thing. The, people's addiction to this franchise, I don't get. Horror, I understand their attachment to the first movie, but not the franchise, because yeah. well, this is a fucking nightmare. If I could, I'll say something controversial. Horror movie fans are fucking idiots. They will buy <laughs> anything and love anything that is in the horror genre, but the problem is yeah. 95% of it is fucking garbage. Yeah. Yes. It's very rare when a horror movie is really good. It's so it's kind rare. of like science fiction, dude. It's like like one in ten science fictions are actually good, and everything else is just like, eh, it was a thing. Yeah, I saw it. And the or, rest is you know? is garbage. You don't need to watch it. But yeah. horror movies are so cheap to make that people fucking love these franchises. Even the franchises are actively pinning their, aiming their movie toward this audience that will watch fucking anything and throw money at anything. And you're like, but it's bad. It's so bad. That's why there's 15 sequels to every movie that comes out. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Because they just, it, it you just, know they're going to watch it and they're going to love it for some fucking reason. It just gets so tiresome, man. It's like they, they, don't even, they don't even like, it used to be sequels were rare. And then it used to be like, well, maybe there will be a sequel. But we won't see it for like another four years after the first one. Now, before the first one's even out, they're already announcing, this is going to be a series of three fucking movies. And as soon as I hear that, I'm just like... I don't I re- want to be that invested. No, I, I remember. Care. I remember the good old days when you would buy Starlog <laughs> magazine. Yeah, and they would talk about what might be coming out in the next four years, and the speculation. Um, yep, they were talking about Alien versus Predator. And I remember when that wasn't a real thing. You're just like that would be the coolest thing ever, and they did it, and it was shit. 
get Paul. Shit, let's get Paul. Paul W. S. Anderson involved. It's so oh. bad, and that, it talks about uh, Superman Returns. Superman's coming back. We're gonna have another Superman movie. Remember, Ryan uh, remember Fangoria? Yeah. You guys remember Fangoria? I used to fucking buy those, and that was where I first heard about Dead Heat. And I'm like, that is the coolest fucking idea oh, the, I ever the... heard of. And <laughs> Joe Piscopo. I, I like that movie a lot. Joe Piscopo <laughs> and uh, Treat Williams. Uh, yeah. Joe. Dead Heat's one of the most underrated, underappreciated fucking. Buddy Cop, I think it's the only Buddy Cop horror movie, but really underappreciated movie. Fucking love it. Also partly a comedy, too. Vampire in Brooklyn? Hold on, let me edit my top ten comedy list real quick. Oh, Vampire in Brooklyn's on that list? Sorry, what? No. Uh, All right, let's get out of here. We're we're an hour and a half already. Holy shit. Um, Uh, Watch Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. It is fun. I, I appreciate it more every time I watch it now. So yeah, we can all agree on that, right? Yeah, it's it's okay. very it's very rewatchable. Like like you just there's certain things like even though you know they're coming, you're still not ready for it. And when they come, it's like you 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 pre it makes you smile even more. Like, yeah, it's just really easy to get hooked on this one. Yeah. The how old are you line after he fucks her three times is so fucking <laughs> funny to me. Just... It because he's like halfway inside her. He's got like a half chub. He's already inside her a little bit. He's like, wait, wait. How old are you? She's like, I'm older than I look. He's like, like good enough. Like, <laughs> laughing about it. Like, in the commentary, the director, Tommy Lee Walsh laughing. I'm like, motherfucker, you wrote this shit. Like, <laughs> did you, did, were you thinking about humor when you wrote this? Or did it just come off that way, you know? All right, so LIW Studios, Loitering Ordinary on YouTube. Tuesday nights are Twilight Zone. Wednesday night is an anthology series in either John Carpenter, John Frankenheimer, Nick Cage movies. Those are both at 10 p.m. Eastern on Loitering Ordinary on YouTube. Adam? RaidersLostFlix.com. You can find links to this show as well as some of my older stuff and uh, upcoming stuff as well. And you can hit me up for all kinds of uh, horror-related sci-fi, weird movie stuff on RaidersLostFlix on Twitter, Raiders underscore O-T-L-F. Dick? Uh, yeah. L-I-W, the stand review. Dick wants to plug. That's it. Yeah, that's it. All right, LIWstudios.com. Check that out. All right, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Adam Wilcox. Jake So long, Tom Atkins, you drunken 007 Don Baker, you. Beautiful Mitchell. Joe Don Baker. Uh. My, my, my Mitchell. <laughs> we haven't done Halloween 1 or 2, but we did 3 already. I love that. That's how you do it. Fuck it. Those are the kind of people we are. We 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 skip what we did is we skip dinner and went straight for dessert. Oh That's yeah. What the fuck we did. And yeah. we're not gonna finish dinner because we're six year olds. Fuck you. We're not doing no, it. Fuck that. I'm not yeah. eating that meatloaf. Fuck we'll, you. We'll, we'll get to Halloween when we're good, and goddamn well ready. Yeah. No. That's right. Bye. <laughs>